0: Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Sports Kings NFL Weekly Countdown Show. I am your host, Dean Dean, the Sports Machine. Getting you ready for the final week of the National Football League? Yes. It's called Week 18. It's gonna kick off tomorrow with two exciting games. And it will conclude on Sunday, final regular season of the 2023-24 seasons. And I am joined by my main man, my co-host. He also covers the Carolina Panthers for Valley Sports Southeast and the Charlotte Hornets. Dustin Pfeiffer, what's up? Mean Gene, what's going on?
1: Happy New Year. And listen, I'm coming on the show today because I've got a good source that tells me I need to watch out because Mean Gene is coming in hot to start the new year now i think my source (laughs) is pretty good because that source is mean gene so i better be ready to go today
0: you doggone right that source is mean gene we are going to do this dustin let me tell you man we always talk about this stuff man in in the blink of an eye the season we we get excited you know in in the summer going into the fall preseason games next thing you know man we're like week three week four and now here we are week 18 dustin it's just crazy
1: it's pretty crazy to think about that because, listen, they added, the NFL a couple years back added another game to the season, and it still flies by. To be in Week 18, you think about the playoffs starting next week. You think about Monday night as the college football playoff national championship, and then college football is over. It's crazy how fast and how long we wait for football to come back around and then how quickly it gets done. So we got to cherish this last week. There's some big games, and then we got to get pumped because, like you said, there's nothing like the NFL playoffs, and the way these matchups are setting up, we should have a really good playoff matchup coming up this season.
0: You, you're absolutely right. I tell you what, man, and I remember a time, Dustin, not too long ago when the 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 fi- the final season of the NFL just didn't matter. You know, I yeah. I, it, it, I wouldn't even sit in front of a TV and watch the final week because it was just meaningless. And, you know, and the reason why, because teams normally had already, you know, clinched and everything and things were almost decided, you know, like week 14, week 15. But here we are now, just over the last couple of years, everything is coming down to the wire, meaning the final games. It definitely is. You're still going
1: to have those scenarios like the top seeds that kind of have it locked up. But when they add that extra seed into the playoffs on the NFC and AFC, Mm -hmm. it opens up so many possibilities for all these teams, even teams that are still sitting at 500 or just under 500, everybody's kind of got this chance going into the last week. And listen, I've got this, I know we're going to talk about it. I've got the scenarios pulled up right now. There's just (laughs) so many different scenarios that can happen on Sunday. So you're going to probably have to sit back with your TVs going and you may have to have your iPad or your laptop off to the side just to keep up with all these scenarios.
0: Yeah, there are some interesting scenarios and I had posted some on LinkedIn the other day and it was the Buffalo Bills. And at that particular time, you know, they needed everything for for, for them to be in uh, the contention to get to the playoffs. Now it's not so bad, you know, and we're talking about that huge Sunday night game, the final game, the final game of the regular season. It's going to come down to the Buffalo Bills and the Miami Dolphins. But hey, this show, first of all, Happy New Year. It's January 5th, 2024. I hope you brought it in the, the right way. Look here, if you made it into 2024, it's a good thing.
1: Oh, absolutely. Happy New Year to all of our listeners out there. Happy New Year to Eugene and your family. It's Listen, 2023 was a good year, but it also was a fast year. It flies by. And I think sometimes we get too caught up in stuff and sometimes we got to take a step back and realize all the stuff that we're thankful for and all the stuff that we have in front of us. So let's let's make 2024 great. And like you said, on, on a sports on a sports terms, there's no better way to kick it off than to get ready for the NFL playoffs. And we saw those college football playoffs last weekend, Gene. They were pretty special. Hopefully that was yeah. just a little appetizer as we get into the NFL playoffs.
0: Yeah, they. Yeah, the NFL is going to have to live up to that billing. And, and you know what, Dustin, just real quick, speaking of college football championship, that's all happening Monday right here, In Houston. about what, right. 40 miles from me at NRG Stadium where you got the Michigan Wolverines. will take on the Washington Huskies. And, man, Dustin, just real quick, uh, look, the 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 college football playoff committee, you know, they 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 took a big hit by you know uh, omitting uh, Florida State. They did. But look, man, things just have a way of working out. You got two what are they fourteen and old teams going against each other Monday night? So that it's just going to be exciting.
1: Yeah, I mean, you got two undefeated teams going for the national championship, so you can't really argue it. I'm not going to get started on it because I still think they made the wrong decision. <laughs> nah, I don't. don't get me started on Florida. I mean, listen, Florida State in the Orange Bowl, they didn't have any of their team play, so that means nothing to me. So, yeah. But, yes, you're right. It works itself out. We've got a great matchup. The two games worked out. Those four teams were also deserving along with Florida State, and the the matchups played out the way they did. And I know Texas fans are probably disappointed because they had a chance to have that, that oh national championship game right there in their backyard. Yeah. But still, it's going to be a great matchup with, with Harbaugh go against Washington and gene this is a a future big Ten matchup because next year Washington will be in the big 10 yeah
0: with yeah we I mean like I said it just worked out you know for the 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 playoff committee there you know you just couldn't write a better script but anyway so that's happening but anyway look today on this gene, show, don't be going we,
1: out this weekend and getting in trouble on all these college football parties well, that may be going well, around in look, Houston
0: you know what I have never been in this environment before. I'm normally, you know, on the NC2A tournament there, you know, we we right. went to the championship game, we final four and all of that. But on a college football level, you know, I I haven't been in this environment before. So I'm looking forward to going down town Houston tomorrow and sort of, you know, seeing who I run into and all of this great stuff here, but definitely looking forward to to Monday night's game, but yeah, I'm I'm going to be good. Okay, I'm, I'm I swear I'm not going to get in trouble. <laughs> so anyway, all right, on this show we are going to talk about as Dustin just mentioned, he already has the playoff pitcher right there in front of him. We're going to get into that current NFL playoff pitcher, discuss where everyone currently stands in the playoff picture. Uh, I think right now twenty teams still alive there for the for the playoffs. So we will get into that. We we'll look at some other storylines to follow. Uh, in this final week of the NFL season. Uh, we got some NFL news as far as uh, signings there and, and the Pro Bowl announcements, some snubs and all of that great stuff. And, of course, uh, we'll get a little bit more into uh, the uh, Miami Dolphins' uh, Tariq Hill, uh, that has mansion caught on fire there and yeah. it's the crazy thing dustin i was watching a youtube he has a youtube video out where he gives you a tour of that mansion so uh, if you want to go out there and check that out you could actually see you know the room that actually caught on fire it's amazing
1: wow. yeah that, that that that's pretty crazy and I, i'm just glad that everybody got out Everybody was okay. You know, we, we talk about sports, but there's bigger things to that. So glad they were able to get that under control. And and hopefully now, since he's kind of got that to the side, everybody's healthy and safe. He can look forward to a huge matchup on Sunday. Oh,
0: a huge, a huge matchup. And, of course, uh, we're going to make our picks. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about fantasy football, the results of 2023. This is why you have to play in more than one league, folks. We'll talk about that. Uh, and Black Monday. Black Monday, which is going to happen on uh, NC2A Championship Day. Uh, we're we're kind of getting to see where some new coaches might be going. Look, most of the firings already took place this year. So, you know, we, we'll we see what's going to be left. And then we will make our final pick for uh, Week 18, which is going to be difficult because, man, a lot of teams are resting players. So uh, I don't know where our picks are going to be. And then we'll talk about where we stand, Dustin, because we got some incredible records here, man. We have been on it all year including uh, a great week 17 of of the nfl so let's go ahead and start right now dustin uh with this current nfl playoff scenarios for week 18 we'll start in the afc is is that okay yeah let's do it all right so look here as far as teams that have already clinched okay baltimore ravens all right 13 and 3 they have the number one seed all right home field advantage throughout the playoffs so every if if you're going to get to the super bowl you got to go through baltimore to to do that all right uh we have the kansas city chiefs they are already uh there uh, with the afc west division title the cleveland browns 11 and 5 playoff berth cleveland is there and of course miami Dolphins are already there. They have a playoff berth. So uh, that game, what's going to be happening on Sunday night, is basically for the AFC East Division title. So uh, Dustin, man, Cleveland Browns, oh, my goodness. Got to be the story of the year. They will start their fifth different quarterback this year. I mean, this week. Uh, So basically, four quarterbacks got them where they are uh, in the playoffs
1: and listen it, it yeah it, it's a crazy story i you know i'd have to probably look at it more in detail but stefanski has to be up there for coach of the year and he what he's done with this team because if you look at it if you look at the the whole list of injuries from nfl team g the browns probably were hit the hardest and what they've done to keep this team together you know like you said they they went through deshaun washington they went through pj walker dorian finney rob thomas robinson uh, Joe Flacco, now they've got, who is it, uh, Driscoll starting yeah, on Driscoll. Sunday. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it's just a crazy list of who's starting. What's crazy about it is Eugene, Joe Flacco comes to the team, helps them get in the playoffs, and then he gets to rest the last week because of what <laughs> they've done on the field. It's really incredible what the –
0: yeah, and we didn't see it coming, you know. And I tell you what, there are going to be more storylines about this Browns team if they were if they are to go deep. Let's say uh, AFC Championship game there, knowing that Deshaun Watson had limited participation in in this, so that I see that storyline coming there. But uh, yeah. hats off, you're right. Uh, Stefanski should be one of those mentioned for for that. Uh, 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 coach of the year. So Buffalo Bills. And, and listen,
1: real quick, this isn't a team that's just going to be. Oh man, what a what a great story they got in with that defense that they have, Gene. If Flacco and we've shown, it doesn't matter how old Flacco is, he's still got one of the strongest arms in the oh yeah. NFL. And if that defense plays like they're capable, there's no way this it would they, be crazy. They have a chance to go on a run. They, so they really do. A I team mean, they're just happy to be in there.
0: And you're talking about a seasoned veteran, a, a quarterback yeah. that knows what's going on. I mean, just imagine sitting on your couch for about 15 <laughs> weeks, you know, 13, 14 weeks watching all of this and yeah. and saying, yeah, you know, he should have done that. He should have done that. I mean, this guy, he wasn't even an analyst. He, he, You know, we haven't seen or heard from Joe Flacco. He just like, sure, I ain't doing nothing next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and
1: how crazy would it be if somehow – them and the Baltimore Ravens get matched up in the playoffs and Joe Flacco. It could happen
0: though. Team, it could yeah, definitely... I know. I mean, no, you, yeah, it really could happen, Dustin. So we're going to see, man. Next week, we'll break down the playoffs, but this week, we're going to get you through the final week here. So Buffalo Bills fans, okay. Bills yeah. Mafia, all right. You at Miami? We're A lot, break lot down better mood game. for the
1: Bills fans these days.
0: Say what, Dustin?
1: A lot better mood for the Bills fans these days. Boy, I tell you, turn man. the corner.
0: Things just really kind of work themselves out for buffalo so look here buffalo can clinch the afc east division title all they have to do is beat miami uh you know a couple of other things but we just focus on beat miami and you're in okay and i i we're not even getting into these ties because that's just so irrelevant even though it has happened that way but look buffalo you win and you're in houston texans oh my goodness Mm -hmm. our old producer uh, from sports map John Bellman. You know, we've been c- talking back and forth. Look, we all thought that this Houston Texans team were going to be great, but to be in playoff contention, didn't see that one coming.
1: Yeah, definitely. We we knew they were gonna improve with their with their draft picks. You know, you add Stroud you add Will Anderson, you bring in uh, D'Amico Ryan to his turnout. out, you know, he's also going to be in that coach of the year running as well, uh, but we knew they were going to be improved. We didn't know they were going to improve this fast, and they yeah, have a chance goodness. to really do something on Sunday, and we're talking about right now, Gina, three-way tie at the top of that, that AFC yeah. South, so it's going to be interesting how it plays out, but if you're the Texans, I mean, you if you would have told them at the start of the season, hey, give me a chance on the last week of the season to kind of control our destiny and do what we need to do, and they would have taken that. And so they are in a great spot, and it's going to be a big-time matchup against an AFC South rival against the Colts on Saturday.
0: i tell you what they're saying right here in this town is the future is now. That's exactly what they're yeah. <laughs> thats that's yeah. the, 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 the motto here in Houston as they get ready to play this game. So they will play a primetime game tomorrow. <laughs> Imagine that, right? This game was not actually scheduled for Saturday night. How about the whole country would we'll get a chance to see c j. Stroud, all of these guys, the Texans nine and seven at Indianapolis, nine and seven. and look Houston, all they have to do is win, okay and and they're in the, they're in they're they're in the playoffs. But if Jacksonville loses, right uh, then to Tennessee, then they win the AFC South, Dustin.
1: Yeah, a chance to win the division, and it sounds like Trevor <laughs> Trevor Lawrence for the Jags is really iffy on if he's going to play on on yeah. this weekend. So, I mean, it's right there for Houston. Obviously, the division would be huge, but like you said, just getting in the playoffs would be huge. And not many teams. We, I'm looking at all these scenarios here, and it's not many teams that can say all you have to do is win and you're in. A lot yeah. of people have that, scenarios. Looked, you got to win, and you got to have this happen. They control their own destiny. They control so they When you're in,
0: that's just as yep. simple. And 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 don't even worry about what Jacksonville, Tennessee doing. Look here, Tennessee. We're gonna talk about that game here in a minute. But look, same thing for the Indianapolis Colts. Okay, they can clinch a playoff berth with with a win. So that that's how. And that AFC South, man, we we were on this all year, Dustin. And this is no surprise that is that has come down to this.
1: No, it's it's no surprise. And and listen, we we did think Jacksonville was kind of kind of run away with this division but with injuries and inconsistent mm-hmm. play this afc south and jacksonville still will be good in the future obviously but this afc south like you said for houston like for any team it's it's now i mean there the opportunity's there it's not it's not who's going to control it in the future it's right now and this is where i love these scenarios gene because i'll just throw one out here like obviously if indianapolis wins they're in but mm-hmm. how about If Indianapolis ties and Pittsburgh loses or ties, (laughs) they still get in. I just like hearing those. Even though that's not going to happen, I just like reading those crazy scenarios because they really detail it all the way out of how somebody Oh, I know.
0: That's why I used to go all in on that stuff, man. It would take up my whole damn show, Dustin, breaking down some of these. (laughs) Buffalo had one a couple of weeks ago that was uh, like 20 lines long, okay?
1: And listen, your Pittsburgh Steelers are like that. They've got one that's about seven lines long. Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: look you never it's never look when you are waiting for someone else to get something done for you that's indicative of how your season basically went and you're for right. pittsburgh it's just it describes it perfectly you know you don't have that stretch of three losses then you you're probably uh either already in have clinched, yeah or win and you're in not not these other crazy scenarios uh so i'm glad you you brought that up jacksonville jaguars okay They will clinch the AFC South Division title with a win. All right, just simple, just win, just beat Tennessee. And um, Miami Dolphins, which we talked about here, Miami. Look, Miami win, and they win the AFC East Division. So they are already in the playoffs, but all they have to do is just win, Dustin.
1: Yeah, all they have to do is just win. To get the AFC East title. Yeah, but listen, here's what's crazy about it. Yes, they're in the playoffs right now, but this is for both them and Buffalo. How big this game is to get the division title because you're looking at Miami right now who's sitting in the two seed in the AFC and the bills are sitting in the six seed. You get a bills win and you flip that to go from six to two. That's that's monstrous of being able to host a playoff game. Yeah. So this is—it's not just like oh Miami, if if they don't win this game, okay, they lose the division, but they're in the playoffs. No, you're talking about a three or four seed drop down on the lines, and you lose a home playoff game. So there is so much at stake for these teams on This Sunday. is a
0: big game, Dustin, for for the Dolphins, and look
1: in a perfect spot on Sunday night. In a perfect, perfect
0: spot on Sunday night, the last official game of the regular season. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers, who who you just mentioned. Now the Steelers nine and seven, big win over Seattle last week on the road. Yeah. And they're going to be playing Baltimore. Now, Baltimore will basically rest their players. Look, you got the number one seed, got a home field advantage throughout the playoffs. Why wouldn't you? Now, Huntley, the the backup quarterback who is almost like a carbon copy of 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 Lamar Jackson. Not exactly, but he is good. Yeah. And don't think this he's not going to be out there playing for a contract trying to, you know, whether the Ravens keep him or if he can get a job somewhere else, especially with this quarterback season. It's not going to be that easy. And like you said, Dustin, this is a crazy scenario here for the Steelers. In order for them to clinch a playoff berth, they definitely got to win uh, or a Buffalo loss, uh, you know, or Jacksonville loss. Uh, or Houston <laughs> Indy tie, or it, it gets crazy, Dustin. <laughs> it, get, it gets real crazy. And I,
1: I'll, I'll say two things, Gene. I, the one is, you're right. If Pittsburgh would have handled their business during that kind of slide, they you. had, they would have already been there. But on the flip side, Gene, I, I told you a couple shows ago when they, was in, when they were in that funk and then they were going to Mason Rudolph, I, I thought that was just the end of the season. I thought they might lose out. So the I fact that they did rebound, their defense is playing well, Rudolph's making some plays in that tournament. They got some good wins. I mean, you go you go to Seattle and get a win. That's yeah, a good that win. was so, impressive. So you got to give them credit. But you're right at Baltimore. Listen, it's not just about Hundley going for a contract. This is your rival, your number one rival, on their home field in Baltimore. Saying, hey, listen, I know we've got nothing to play for but you don't think we want to look at that team on the other side and make sure they have zero chance of oh, making Oh, yeah, the they're not going to do the Pittsburgh Steelers any favors. So, so it's going to be a very interesting <laughs> game, even You're with right. Baltimore resting those guys.
0: Of all teams in the NFL, the Ravens are the ones, the Ravens yeah. and Bengals w- would never do anything to benefit P- Pittsburgh. I can guarantee you that. Yeah. So, look, as crazy as some of these scenarios sound, they have actually worked out for teams. So that's why it's kind of funny to watch the last week of the yeah. season because some crazy things can happen, you know, And and uh, but anyway, you don't want to get caught having to watch these things, you know, so Steelers, hopefully uh, we'll give you our picks on, on what we think is going to happen with that game here. So, okay, over in the NFC real quick, all right, so the 49ers, uh, NFC division title, uh, number one seed there, I think they, they're, they're going to have, they got the number one seed throughout the NF, uh, NFC playoffs, am I right, Dustin?
1: they do they have locked it up sam Darnold will be starting for san francisco in the finale and they probably will rest some other guys as well
0: yep and the detroit lions they uh have the nfc north division title there uh dallas cowboys they have a playoff berth los angeles rams go figure the rams who just after that super bowl year just tanked it and came back they uh have a playoff berth okay so does the philadelphia eagles who uh, was running away with things there at, oh, at no, one yeah, point in time true. of the season. Uh, now they have a playoff berth. So are you, are you really just shocked at how things kind of turned out for the Eagles?
1: I, I'm stunned, Gene, because I actually – I knew they were on a slide but and I knew that the standings had kind of shifted, but until I actually pulled it up and looked at it again and it currently had Philadelphia in a five seed, that's yeah. when you go, whoa, they held the number one seed pretty much for the the longest. Player, them in San Francisco. And now they're sitting here needing help to to get the division because they, like you said, it's not in their hands. If Dallas no, wins, not. Dallas clinches the NFC East, and I'm just stunned by that. And Gene, maybe this, I'm, I still think it's going to turn out bad for the Dallas Cowboys because it always does. But this this is huge for Dallas to get that jump and get the two seed and get some home games and avoid that one seed until maybe the NFC championship, like you talked about a couple of weeks ago. So mm-hmm. I'm stunned that it's turned out this way. Not that Dallas is not a good team. I'm stunned at the drop off from Philadelphia, going leader yeah, lead home to Arizona. And listen, we talk about it all the time, Gene. I know Philly's good and they can still go on a run, but it's all about how you're playing when it's time for the when, tournament. When it's and time. When, and, and when you're, when you're on a downside like this, it's really hard when other teams are going and playing at their best, like a Dallas, like, like a San Francisco. So I'm curious to see how Philadelphia is going to respond in uh, the last game of the year and going into the playoffs.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it's unreal. And you hit it on the, on the, on the nose there, when it's all about what you're doing now. And then there's rumors of, you know, some uh, player personnel turmoil going on in there. And this is what you don't want this late in the season, because you can be, one and done, and I can't wait till we talk about the playoffs next week. Because if any team that's that's fitting that model now, one and done, it could be the Eagles, I, and that would be that would be just crazy, you know, making it to the Super Bowl and one and done. So we'll talk about that. But anyway, they can clinch an NFC East title with a win, or you know, or they need Dallas to, to to lose. So I mean, it's just simple as that. And uh, speaking of the Cowboys, there, um, all the Cowboys got to do is win. All they got to do is win, uh, and they are your NFC East division, you know, champs there. And and, and like you said, the seeding, everything, you know, Dallas. I, I think they get a bye week too, right?
1: They won't get a bye with a two seed, but they will get a home game. Right now, it has them get, yeah, that home game has, is really important for the Dallas. The in the, yeah, has them playing the Packers in the first round, and then in that second game, because of them being the two seed, they would avoid that that top seed of San Francisco most likely until the nfc championship so that's what makes it so big and it's big for dallas to get as many home games as possible because we've seen they're a different oh, yeah. team playing at home than they are on the road
0: yeah yeah that's 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 absolutely true okay so then uh the atlanta falcons 79 at the new orleans saints that's going to be a pretty interesting game there because if atlanta atlanta can clinch the nfc south with a win or a tampa bay buccaneers lost and the buccaneers are playing uh, your Carolina Panthers, Dustin. So, uh, Buccaneers look, the, we, we knew the AF, uh, the NFC South would be crazy this year, so it just kind of played out exactly like we thought it would.
1: It played out exactly like we thought it would. <laughs> teams sitting at 500, team sitting a game under 500, and, and all three teams in it. And unfortunately, my team's the one that's not in it, but. I mean, listen. Any any three of these teams could win the NFC South on Sunday, and I think some crazy things are going to happen, and we'll get to that in my picks. But the Tampa, we're talking about Tampa, and shout out to Sony down there in Tampa, but they blew a golden opportunity last week with the chance on their home field to go ahead and clinch the division and not have to worry about this in week 18. And I know they're going against a 2 and Panther team, but you never want to have to go on the road after you already had a chance at home to handle your business. So it's going to be interesting to see how they respond in this last week of the season.
0: Saints there at 8-8, eight and eight, you know, they can clinch yeah. the NFC South. All they got to do is 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 win and, and, and plus a Tampa Bay loss. So, you know, it, it's, it's interesting. It, I don't know who's going to win the NFC South. I, and it probably won't even matter. You know, but uh, things could get interesting. Like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, that would be interesting because look here, the Bucks have a chance to clinch the NFC South division. All all, all they got to do is just win. All they got to do is just just win.
1: And I I don't want to give anything away on my picks, but I I (laughs) think I think some (laughs) wild stuff is going to happen with like it always does with these NFC South teams, and we're going to have a surprising winner coming out of the NFC South. Well, this would
0: be just. Interesting for Baker Mayfield, who finally landed a home, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, for an entire season, you know, and 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 uh, so that that's going to be interesting. So, all right, uh, real quick uh, in, in NFL news there. So uh, the the Baltimore Ravens, as we you know, they have had the worst luck when it comes to running backs. Okay, yeah. they uh, with DK Dobbins going down. Uh, early uh, and and of course the season opener there and then uh, the the rookie guy who was really uh, tearing it up Keaton Mitchell he he went down in week 15 so they're basically stuck with Gus Edwards who and one reason why they're not going to play any of their players but they did sign free agent running back Dalvin Cook for the upcoming playoff round, which could be quite interesting Dustin
1: yeah, no, I, I like the signing. I think he he hasn't had a lot of workload in, in, in New York. The season didn't go the way, obviously, they expected. So he comes in with some fresh legs. He's obviously probably not the Dalvin Cook that he used to be, but just having that depth to go along with Gus Edwards and those other guys, I really think that's going to that's gonna help them. And I like that signing for the Baltimore Ravens. And listen, what they did last week in San Francisco was Ooh. super impressive. Oh and my it, goodness. It, just, it just really staked to show that you talked about riding high. They are they are rolling right now, and I think they're setting up nice for a playoff run and just adding some more depth like Dalvin Cook only helps that.
0: Okay, and other NFL news, Lions. I'm shout out Dan Campbell. Shout out
1: Dan. Hold on, first of all. Shout out Dan Campbell on the Lions. You, I, know, I know you didn't like the call last week, especially after <laughs> the penalty. They probably should have took the extra point. But to have to know that he's going to go for the win, and even if oh. they get a penalty and they don't get it and it backs up and they try it two or three times, he did not even waver one time because he I believed know, in a this team guy, like that. And and listen, they got screwed. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. The, Shout yeah. out to Dan Campbell and how he coaches this football team because I love it.
0: Oh my goodness. Yeah, you know, I yeah. I, look here. There's nothing like having a shot of whiskey and watching the <laughs> Detroit Lions play football because That's right. it's entertainment. It yeah, is yeah. it is pure entertainment. And look, I, they did get look cute there, you know i believe they tried to confuse the referees by throwing those guys out there and, and and look if i'm the referee i'm like okay well what's going on here what's going on here are they getting ready to beat what? me what's right going on here? Him, Gene. He's looking right i know i know dustin it, it's good it was crazy but i do think they were intentionally trying to do that that i mean i'm thinking that's was the case but look you're right this team this team i i hope they go far in these I playoffs you. i, I, I you know you. The, we've been on their bandwagon now for a while and they finally break through win a division and they, they're they gonna have a good spot here they have to go and take care of business but the sad news is that how do you not put amon ross st brown on the pro bowl
1: yeah that i mean listen i listen I, i've said for the longest time you, you know Not to be the Debbie Downer, but the Pro Bowl is not the Pro Bowl anymore. And I don't follow it like I used to. But still, guys go out there on the field and play like they do, especially like St. Brown. You you know, it still is a snub. You know, even though people don't care about the game, it's about the recognition and for what they've done on the field throughout the season. And this guy, I mean, you look up, you know, because we've watched a lot of Lions games. You look up, he's always has seven or eight catches every game. He's always the number one target. So, Definitely, I can see why he's upset because he definitely earned it. And I'm sure, like I said, I haven't went through in detail. I'm sure there were some other snubs out there as well. But man, you know, I, guys, uh, he probably doesn't care about the game, but it's about the recognition yeah, it's just for been, all the hard yeah, work he put in.
0: It's the honor, you know, 112 receptions, 13 Ooh, 112, over 1,300 wow. yards, almost 1,400 yards, nine touchdowns, 15 games. Who knows? You know what? Dan Campbell says he's going to play all his guys tomorrow. Who? Who knows? And look, now this has been. An incredible year for receivers because he had, you know, competition. Mike Evans, Puka Nakua, CD Lamb, A.J. Brown. You know, there were some other, you know, Tyreek. Hill. There, I mean, there were some great, you know, players right. out there. Well, I, as yeah, far that, as that NFC, those, anyway. Those
1: names you just mentioned for NFC, that's I, – I say he got snubbed, but, man, that's tough when you're mentioning – Those are some NFC. tough names to get yeah, past. Yeah, when you're mentioning Nakua, Lamb obviously has to be in there, what he's been doing. You and Brown it, and what? Evans. I mean, Mike it... Evans had another 1,000-yard season. He's had one every year of his year. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. So it, I, I still think he probably got snubbed. But, man, I those think he names, got snubbed. Either, but that was a tough been,
0: competition, Dustin.
1: Yeah, if those names would have been left out, we would have called them snubs as well. So that <laughs> yeah, was that's sure. a tight conversation there. I probably would have, if, if I leave anybody off that list to put, say, Brown in it, it probably would have been A.J. Brown from Philly. Now, now, don't get me wrong. He came out on fire to start the season but they've kind of faded off these last few games so that's why i could see leaving him off but it's tough to leave any of those guys off balance.
0: yeah you're right uh just unfortunate but hey look like you said man they want to get far these playoffs and and get to las vegas in february so uh so we'll keep an eye on that stuff so all right other news here the uh, uh you probably saw this on cnn or wherever you watch your news there uh miami dolphin star tariq hills uh mansion Uh, caught on fire there and they said it was, uh, this happened on Wednesday and was sparked by a child playing with with a lighter. So look, uh, I mentioned earlier, uh, you could actually go on YouTube and see this mansion. I mean, it is quite, it's incredible. I mean, it is huge. But uh, man, and I just watched that video a couple of weeks ago and here uh, you hear the story about this. So glad no one was was hurt. Glad it wasn't, uh, uh, you know, intentionally set, but nevertheless uh, just a pain to have to deal with
1: yeah it, it is and 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 it definitely you don't know, you don't want any distractions kind of going in into the biggest game of the season, but again, you know you got to take care of your your personal stuff first and we're just glad that everybody's okay, the family's okay, you know that 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 it, that it didn't turn out worse, they were able to contain it hopefully to where it wasn't as much damage as there could have been, and like I said, hopefully he can kind of you know get this put behind him and he can focus on Sunday because we all know with the Miami Dolphins this starts and ends with Tyree Hill.
0: Oh it does. And and Hill was on site there with his family to make sure no one was injured and no pets, no uh humans uh, everything was was good to go and and uh, it it, it all, the fire was contained to just a particular area upstairs so not I mean cuz if you look at this mansion it's it's humongous but anyway Uh, Just a pain they have to deal with. So, all right, uh, Monday is Black Monday, uh, which may not be as exciting as most Black Mondays are because most coaches have already experienced Black Monday uh, throughout the season there. We saw some major firings of coaches uh, this year. So I don't know. The only two left uh, that are really hot topics here is Mike Tomlin and and, uh, Bill Belichick, which, uh, Dustin, the fact that, the fact that Bob Kraft has not come out and said anything—normally Kraft is very vocal and will say, yeah. "Hey, looking forward to having you know Bill back next year. We're gonna do it again." That hasn't been said, man, and and I got to think we might see Belichick uh, coach his last game this this weekend.
1: Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I, all signs have pointed to him and with them with them him going in a different direction, whether it's Bill Belichick wanting to change on his own, whether it's Robert Kraft wanting to make the decision, all signs kind of point to him having a new start somewhere else. So it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. And I still think there's going to be some more even though there has been some fire engine, there's going to be some more names to come. Obviously, you got to look at Washington with Ron Rivera. He's probably out. You got to, you know, we're going to see what happens with Eberflus yeah. in Chicago. It sounds like he's going to be back next year. You got to look at Arthur Smith in Atlanta if they lose and go seven <laughs> oh, and yeah. ten. I know Arthur Blank's not happy about that down there. Mm-hmm. So there's still some names out there. I know that I saw true. a couple a couple of weeks ago. Adam Schefter said he's looking at seven to ten job openings uh, for next year, and that's very high for one season. So it's going to be a crazy off season when it comes to the coaching carousel.
0: And that includes some of the interims that are there now, who may or may yeah. not get those jobs, right? Yep, absolutely. Yeah. So look, I tell you, one job. One offensive coordinator that should be fired that's not going to be fired, Dustin, I just want to get on this real quick, and that's Nathaniel Hackett. You look at Nathaniel Hackett, the only reason why he's not getting fired is because of Aaron Rodgers, and Robert Sala doesn't have the authority to fire him. So what else can he come out and say but support him? When you compare the, the Jets to the Cleveland Browns situation, Nathaniel Hackett should be fired.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely don't think that, you know, that he, he, he definitely got that job because of Aaron Rodgers, let's be honest. But I will also put some heat on on the, the front office because once Aaron Rodgers goes down and all you do to really bring in to back up Zach Wilson, who everybody already knew probably wasn't the answer, is mm-hmm. you go and you bring in Trevor Simeon and some other guys like that and Gene. The biggest eye-opening thing is, hello, Joe Flacco used to play for the Jets. And they didn't even make a phone call to Joe yeah. Flacco to say, hey, do you want to come back and maybe fill in? And who knows what he could have done with this defense and this offense in New York to maybe salvage a season. So i put more of the blame on the front office of how they handled this situation, knowing that Aaron Rodgers was out after four Yeah, and season. Woody
0: Johnson has already said, as the owner of the Jets, uh, the, that you know, the GM and the coaches are going to be back there. But I'm, I, I would – you know, I, I just think Hackett, uh, you know, was one of those guys. Look, it, it, the, his offense was just horrible. Uh, you know, regardless of the quarterback, we've seen OCs do things with less talent. So, anyway.
1: Yeah. And let me, uh, let me throw one last thing out here at you. I know we didn't have it on the docket, but I wanted to get your thoughts because it was close to home here. What did you think about the fine for Panthers owner David Tepper after he throws a drink mm. into the crowd on a fan at the Jacksonville Giants? Oh, Party?
0: man, I, I thought that was – You know, look for three hundred thousand. I'm sure they have a limit there. I I think it should have been more than that. Man, that was that was really sad. And I know he's sort of like uh, the Clippers uh, owner. uh, Yeah, you know, very passionate about uh, their teams and stuff. But that was just bad, man. You already you know who you are. Come on now. Yeah, that was horrible, Dustin. I, I really hated to see that. And I know there's a petition going around in in uh, Carolina <laughs> wanting to remove him as owner. I don't know yeah, how that's going to work out.
1: It, it's it's another embarrassing look here in Carolina. <laughs> and listen, the fine's going to do nothing to him. Hit him when he when he takes over. The yeah,
0: hit him with a million. Like like yeah. he hit the Patriots. You know, many years ago. I mean, cause the, yeah. come on, you talk about an owner. Yeah. An owner, yeah, a his, player would have done that his to a fan. His,
1: his net worth was 18 billion when he bought the Panthers. Now Jesus it's over Christ. 20 billion. So. That's just a drop in the hat. But listen, what this is going to do, Gina, what I, what I think is going to hurt him, which has hurt him in the past, is other co- there, there's going to be so many job openings. We just mentioned it.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: if other coaches see how this owner's acting, they're not going to want to come coach here. So yeah, he needs right. to watch how he's acting. And Gene, I know you got a lot of pull with people around the NFL. Can you figure out how maybe we can fire an owner? Because I'm telling you, that's <laughs> where a lot of Panthers fans are at right now because they truly are worried. I know he's still very young in his ownership it's only five or six years and it takes a while but i i really and i and i'm one of them i'm really starting to wonder if this guy's ever going to figure it out
0: uh yeah and at first i thought he would be a good guy it just seemed you know it seemed like coming into the league and ownership that he was you know was saying and the right he came thing, doing... from
1: the steelers gene so yeah exactly you so you know the steelers don't
0: that. tolerate that kind of nonsense yeah. but I, I i don't know look owners can be removed now it might take you know, an act of Congress, so to speak, within the NFL to get it done. We've seen owners, uh, you know, it, it took forever. I mean, they, they can force a sale, and, and, and all it takes is just a majority of the owners to, to to do that. So he's not out of the woods yet, but, man, that was just – that was horrible. But, you know, look, and then when you look at the the, the draft pick situation, I know, the Dustin, but the, what are the Panthers fans saying about, man, look here, we traded away our future, too. To the Bears that, you, but you guys could still get the number two pick.
1: Yeah, it's it's uh listen, it's not good, Gene, because the fact is, and I just saw it pop up on my TV as we're recording our as we're doing our show live here, is that the Panthers, if they would have had their pick, would have the number one pick in the draft again mm. this year. So the Bears are getting the Panthers' number one mm-hmm. overall pick. So the fact that we had to sit through this season, fire a coach. I know we got Bryce, and I'm still high on Bryce. I'm one of the guys that's high yeah. on. But the fact that we we sit through this season losing and losing, and the losing doesn't matter because we don't have a first-round pick. Um, it, it, it's been pretty brutal, and fans are just very upset. I don't think that's ever happened where a team's traded away their first-round pick and then it turned into a number one pick the next year. So it's, it's pretty, pretty dire down here in Carolina. Yeah. We're just hoping that we can get a good coach in here. I know, I know the Panthers really want Ben Johnson, and we'll see what happens there. Um, I've even heard some rumblings today that Harbaugh has interest in Carolina, but that David Tepper's a little worried to give full control to Harbaugh. So there's going to be a lot of storylines going on in the offseason. Let's just hope that they can start by getting the right coach and GM combo and
0: let's go from there. Yeah. All eyes on the Panthers in the offseason to see exactly what's going to happen here. So, all right. Uh, so, fantasy football update real quick. Dustin, uh, I think you finished uh, eighth place this year. Yeah, it
1: wasn't good. Gene. It wasn't. It was, we, but do last year do, you do were going we to talk read, about right? it. I was in the top three last year, and honestly, I probably would have finished higher than eighth. But once I didn't make the playoffs, I was so mad I didn't really care about my wrong. Yeah, so, I, I mean that's so, usually the way
0: it goes. And hey, yeah. I, look, I improved last year from tenth to ninth. Okay, so it is an improvement. <laughs> You're on the way <laughs> up. Jim. You're on the I'm way on up. the way up. Hopefully, it's only going to take eight more years a for me to.
1: Owner the way the way you've had two
0: bad years. Oh my goodness! Hey, it's going to take eight years for me to get to number one at this point. So, however, though, this is why you play more than one fantasy football league so look uh uh i think his name is is it mike fabiano i believe so yeah so the from from fantasy sports dude look i'm thinking three fantasy football leagues and i'm cheating okay well he was in 15 oh my god okay so he won five all right so i mean just imagine but he's a fantasy football guru i am in the championship game uh, this weekend, so I just I won w- the the week one of a two week playoff there week seventeen, so week eighteen I could win my ESPN fantasy football league. So which w- which would be nice, but Dustin, uh, we talked about this. I'm not a fan anymore now of week eighteen fantasy football because uh, yeah. there are no players available, teams that are setting you the, all the stars that got you to the final. Uh, you know that 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 led your season are not available unless they're in a must-win type of a situation there. So it's really kind of crappy. And I don't think I'm going to be doing the, the Week 18 playoffs anymore.
1: Yeah, Week 18 just takes away from it because, you know, you, you work so hard for all those weeks and then guys sit out and then and then you can just get screwed in the end. I'm going to say you're both cheating, Gene. I'm going to cut you a little slack because you're only in two. So I'm going to cut you some slack on that. But how is the guy a fantasy football guru and he's in 15 leagues? Now, he won five. But what does that mean for the other ten? So is that a successful season? For I, them, I don't know. Or is that a is that a successful? Because <laughs> you're technically five and ten if you want to look at it that
0: way. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, it's just the the fact that keeping up with that many. Yeah. I don't. Know you, know, you know, do you it, it just. It's I mean, crazy. what can I don't you know? Uh, yeah, three is the most, and that's because of the of the you know the 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 NFL, the the Yahoo, and and, and the ESPNs were the ones that I you know grew up on and. But anyway, and, so that's, and that's
1: why I also go back to the the March Madness, Gene. I, it's it's fun to fill out a couple brackets, but I think if you're really going to be serious about it, you got to be a one bracket kind of guy.
0: You got to be. But now look, I'm a three bracket guy there too now. Uh, oh, here we go. Yeah, I, I, Look, here I am, Dustin. Come on now. Look, you got to. And and with the women too, I, I'm a, a two bracket with the women. But because uh, the women's tournaments are a little bit easier to kind of figure out who's going to yeah, win yeah. than the guys. But yeah. anyway. So that's that's uh, so that's where we are. So hopefully next week when we do our playoff show, I could come back as the winner of one of the three uh, fantasy football uh, championships there. So all right, Dustin. Um, look here on the season before we get into these picks on the season, my man. Uh, last week you were twelve and three. I was twelve and three. I think I know there were sixteen games. We missed the game, but we we uh, we. Uh, our best record so far, I think, of, of the year. I want to say, well, you might have had a better week than I did, but look here, not bad. So on the year, I think you are 143 and 107, and I'm 156 and 79. And and week 17, of course, hey, who knew the Cardinals would beat the Eagles? I know yeah. you didn't expect the Steelers to beat the, the Seahawks, and you had the Lions who who technically won but lost to the Cowboys. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, they technically, yeah, they, they, that would that probably would have given <laughs> my best week ever. If the Lions would have won that game. So I know. We'll see what happens this week. Yeah, I just, uh, that's two weeks in a row, Gene, that I've, that I haven't picked the Steelers because, for some reason, I cannot get myself to pick a game with Mason Rudolph as a starting quarterback. But
0: it so far. It's working out. For hey, for hey, two. look, man, I'm, hey, you know, they said Rudolph didn't get to play in any games, you know, so <laughs> you, you, you know <laughs> how that goes, right?
1: There. I'll see what you did there. <laughs> I
0: like
1: it. I like it. So,
0: hey, you know, Rudolph, hey, man, he's just kind of making up for stuff. All right, let's jump into it here. Let's week it. 18 of the National Football League, the final week of the season, and it's going to kick off two Saturday games, uh, first one. Steelers at Ravens Steelers uh, can secure where well, they did secure their 20th consecutive uh, season with 500 record of better second longest such streak in NFL history. All right. Mason Rudolph against uh, look like it's going to be Tyler Huntley. Uh, who you got in this game? Dustin?
1: Well, Gene, it only took the first game of the week for me to go ahead and change my pick because I'm changing it right here on the air because I originally picked the Pittsburgh Steelers. To win this game because listen, they are doing some good things. They, they they won two in a row. It seems like Rudolph's not turning the ball over. The defense is back to playing the way it is. But the more we talked about it, Gene, and I know I picked Pittsburgh because Baltimore's resting guys. But the more we talked about it being at Baltimore, Huntley, who is one of the better backup quarterbacks in the league, I your kept rival. My mouth shut. <laughs> yeah. Your rival and <laughs> wanting to keep them out of the playoffs. Because think about it, they're already riding high with the one seed. Think about adding knocking your rival out on top of that there's no other way to ride that high into a playoff. Oh, I know so it. I'm taking me. the Baltimore
0: Ravens. Oh, no, Lord. I just changed your pick. If you, you heard me keep clicking away here. Steelers. That's it. All right. Well, I'm no going to go with the Steelers. The
1: Pittsburgh Steelers.
0: I, I got Pittsburgh winning this game and, and uh, they, they have to win. If they want to be in the playoffs, they don't have a choice, but to win. So that's, yeah. that's all of that added pressure there. Okay. So the second real, game, real is,
1: quick, real quick, Gene, if, well, I don't know, win or lose, but let, let's just say they, they don't make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Is Mike Tomlin back next year?
0: Mm, man, this is a tough one. I think uh, it, this is a tough one because, first of all, it uh, depends on how this game goes. Look, he he, there's a healthy Kenny Pickett out there, and they're still going with Mason Rudolph. So these yeah. quarterbacks are basically going to decide Tomlin's future. Either yeah. Rudolph goes out there and win big, then maybe Tomlin's back for uh, season 18, Uh, You know, or if they lose really bad and Kenny Pickett was healthy to play, uh, that's probably going to do Mike Tomlin in.
1: And I just saw on ESPN, Gene, that people mentioning Russell Wilson as maybe landing in Pittsburgh next year.
0: Yeah, I I did. I've been hearing about that. Um, uh, Believe it or not, I even saw uh, uh, an online picture of Baker Mayfield in a uh, Steelers uniform and I almost (laughs) threw up. But uh, <laughs> I would take Wilson over Mayfield. May- Mayfield Agreed. killed us as a Cleveland Brown, and uh, no, that I definitely couldn't see Mayfield. But yeah, Russell, I could see. But uh, I don't know if Pittsburgh is going to be willing to uh, to to take on some of that money, though. That that's that would be interesting, Dustin.
1: Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how that whole situation plays out. And listen, Russell Wilson's got a lot of heat. We'll get into it as we go on. But they, Russell Wilson's got a lot of heat. But, man, the way he kind of got treated here and with this situation, I'm kinda on his side that he I am got
0: too the, the I, I am too on that one. I mean, just a good guy, you know yeah, I mean just yeah. yeah, so all right the the second game on Saturday, and this is the primetime game here, the Houston Texans, nine and seven at the Indianapolis coach, both teams are nine and seven uh c j Stroud uh he would be out there, and you got the you know devin singatary, I need him to do some things, but hey. Gardner Minshew is not going to sit around and just uh, expect, you know, let the Texans come into to uh, to that stadium and win. So, who who do you like in this one? Yeah, for, for, I think this is, for, for the playoffs.
1: Yeah, I think this is going to be a very close game and a very good game. I'm glad that it's on prime time on Saturday night, and I think either team can win this game. That 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 they're playing good football, and the, the, both teams. The way out what I like about them is they know who they are. They know how to how they need to play to win. And both coaches do a good job. Both rookie coaches, Gene, going for the play. Yeah, yeah, go, interesting, Ryan, and boy. Steichen and Indy. And the only reason I'm taking the Colts is because I'm going to take the home team here. I'm going to take, with it being this close of a pick, I'm this close of a toss-up, I'm going to take the Indy crowd to be fired up on Saturday night. And I'm going to take you know, them, them relying on Jonathan Taylor to run the football um, and, and really keep the ball out of C.J. Stroud's hands. I think it's going to be a very close game that comes down to the last couple minutes of the fourth quarter. But I'm going to take the Colts to get a win. That's no knock on Houston; they are absolutely headed in the right direction. But I'm going to take the Colts. Wait till I tell John B. Who you're sorry, taking John. in this game? Sorry, John. I love game. you, John. and I miss you. I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> All right, I'm going to take the Texans to 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 win this game and and get into the playoffs and keep an eye on on uh, Jacksonville and Tennessee. All right, the next game we have here: NFC South matchup here: Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Carolina Panthers. Buccaneers can clinch the NFC South Division with a win. I got the Buccaneers.
1: Yeah, this is where I think it gets a little crazy, Gene. I I think the Buccaneers blew their chance last week. I think that the last couple of home games, the Carolina Panthers, even though they played terrible in Jacksonville last week, they have played some good football. They put up 30 against the Green Bay Packers a couple weeks ago. And I think the last game of the season that they're going to go out, that defense for the Panthers is still a good defense is going to play well. And I think they're going to ruin the Bucks' playoff chances. And I've got the Panthers to win this game, which would I think essentially knock Tampa Bay out. Is that correct?
0: Yeah, it would. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Panthers to play spoiler and, and knock off the Buccaneers because I, I I seriously think the Bucks really blew their chance at home last week against the Saints.
0: Ooh, wait till I tell Sony what you I, just, I'm just did. Making, I'm just making enemies all over. The yeah, place. you are. <laughs> Okay, so I like the Bucks in this game. The next one we have uh, all of these, by the way, folks are divisional uh, rivals. That's the way it's been in the NFL uh, for the last week of the season for the for the last several years. So, uh, Cleveland Browns already uh, have taken care of business there, clinched the postseason for the second time in the past twenty years. So they and they got the, the number one defense too in the NFL. So I think they're going to rest their players here. I think Jake Browning is playing for an NFL contract. And I think the Bengals are going to get this win over over the Cleveland Browns.
1: Yeah, I, I like the Bengals too. Trust, like, listen the the Browns have done a great job of bringing in multiple different quarterbacks and winning games. But I don't know if you Jeff Driscoll's been in the league for a while, Gene, and he hasn't really done anything. So I, I think the Bengals are, are, are going to go out on top. I think Jay Browning's played well. Um, I, I you know, that he definitely gave them a chance towards the end, and they're going to come up short. But Jake Browning has definitely, you just said it, he's earned some money in the league. And it may not be as a starter, but it definitely will. He's already established himself as one of the better backups in the league with the way he's played football. So good for him. And I think the Bengals will go out and end the season with a win. And 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 it will do no hurt to the Browns because they'll be rested and ready to go for the playoffs.
0: All right. Next game here, Minnesota Vikings, 7-9 at Detroit Lions, 11-5. Detroit clinched first division title since 1993. And Dan Campbell says we're not playing around. He will play his starters, he said. But for how long, I don't know. But it definitely should be long enough to beat Nick Mullins and the Minnesota Vikings.
1: Yeah, I mean they, they may only have to play two or three quarters, anyways, and they should have this game put away because the mm-hmm. Vikings have pretty much kind of fell off a cliff here lately. Did you see that beatdown that the Packers gave them on Sunday Night Football in Minnesota? So that that oh, really just kind of that really yes. just kind of put the the nail in the coffin for them on their season and you're right i think detroit they may not play the whole game but they're going to want to come out establish themselves show they're ready for the playoffs and i think they'll do enough to get a win at home
0: okay and then we have the new york jets six and ten at the new england patriots four and twelve look this could be bill belichick's last game there's no way uh those players are going to fold and uh patriots win this game
1: yeah, that's the sole reason that that I took the Patriots to win this game is because if this – and we don't know, but if this is his last game, his players, his players are going to want to go out there, send him out in style to make sure he goes out with the win in New England. And so I'm going to take the Patriots to do that on Sunday.
0: All right, moving right along. The Atlanta Falcons and New Orleans Saints are playing for the NFC South. Uh, they they kind of want uh, – uh uh, some of this uh i I think now wait a minute the falcons are just completely done right
1: they're not done they will the atlanta falcons will clinch the nfc south with a win plus a tampa bay loss to the panthers
0: Ah, okay so they need it's not an all three all three teams are alive
1: yeah okay so here's the situation for real quick so the falcons they can win because uh, they'll beat the Saints and knock the Saints out, so the Falcons with the win and a Tampa Bay loss win the division. If Tampa wins, we already talked about it, they're automatically in. You have got right. them win, and I don't. The Saints can win if they beat the Falcons because they'll knock the Falcons out. Plus, they can and plus Tampa Bay loses or ties to the Panthers. Now the t- the the Saints can also tie, and Tampa Bay loses and they can win. So, but the main thing is whoever wins this Falcons Saints games needs the bucks to lose to win the NFC.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they need the bucks yeah. And and that's to to yeah, to make the playoffs all together, right? Cuz even it's if the bucks win, there's a
1: bus for all three teams, yep.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I tell you what, the biggest story in this matchup is Calais Campbell who uh already has uh what? He has is it uh, I know he he in his contract, Dustin, he could get a half a million dollar bonus with two and a half sacks okay so i think he already has five and a half or something like that yeah so two and a half sacks he gets a five hundred thousand dollar bonus which uh i think that's pretty interesting right so it is going to be interesting to see if Derek carr will make it easy for him as we saw with michael strahan and brett Favre many years ago uh what do you think is going to happen
1: yeah i mean i think this is going to be an interesting game and this is kind of where i said i think the chaos kind of happens because I, and I guess it's not a surprise winner because a lot of people had the Saints at the start of the year. But the way the Saints' season was going, the fans booing Garrett Carr, all this stuff off the field, it just yeah. didn't look good for them. And listen, they're, they're really big, so it's not like they're not like they're doing anything special. But I think at home, and we saw how the Saints played last week; they played really good football. I, I think that the Saints are going to get a win at home against Atlanta. And I've already got Tampa Bay losing to the Panthers, so I've got the, the New Orleans Saints finding some type of way to come out on top as your NFC South champs.
0: I do, too. And look, they lost in Week 12, you know, so here's your revenge game here. Uh, they lost 24-15 to the Falcons. So uh, th- I think they get the win, too. And I, I and, and look here, if Carolina pulls off that upset, man, Derek yeah. Carr is is in there. And we basically, uh, well, at least i said that I, I thought the Saints would win that division anyway. So it, it still could yeah. come down and- to that.
1: And what happens here, Gene, is is if this plays out and, t- and, and the Saints do win and the Bucks lose and the Saints win that division, then you're talking about uh, them getting a home playoff game because they're a division champ regardless of their record. And some team is going to have to travel down to the Superdome to that's, that has a better record than New Orleans and play in New Orleans. Mm, and we all yeah. know you don't really like playing – in the superdome in the playoffs, because no matter what that teams like, that place gets crazy.
0: Oh, it's a different oh, trust me, I have been there. It's a different atmosphere. You're absolutely right about that. So all right, AFC South matchup here. Jacksonville Jaguars nine and seven at the Tennessee Titans five and eleven. So Jaguars can clinch consecutive division titles for the second time in franchise history uh with a win. They did it uh uh first time way back in uh ninety eight and ninety nine. So look, Dustin I am of the belief that Trevor Lawrence probably was hurt and was playing when he shouldn't have been. And I think it has basically showed.
1: Yeah, no, it has shown. Because, listen, when he when he sprained that ankle in that game, it was so bad. We thought he was going to be out for multiple mm-hmm. weeks at a time. And for him mm-hmm. to come back and not miss a game, um, it just shows that the toughness that he has. But he definitely probably was not 100%. And so I think, you know, sitting him out, making sure he's going to get right and be ready for the playoffs, the the flip side of that is you just got to be careful that you don't <laughs> you don't push yourself all the way out by the time it gets back. But because they're at Tennessee and Tennessee doesn't have a lot to play for, you know, Will Levis is hurt; he's gone for the year. This type stuff. I'm even with Bethard, I'm gonna, if he plays, we'll see. I'm going to take the Jaguars to get a win and still find a way to win this division. It wasn't pretty, but hopefully they can get a win, win the division, and then hopefully Lawrence will be healthy, come back, be ready for the playoffs.
0: Yeah, I got the Jaguars winning this game, too, uh, even though it's just a different team from a year ago. And I can't really explain why. Uh, I mean, the injuries there uh, lately, you know, is one reason. But look, man, this team, prior to beating the Panthers last week, Dustin, they had lost four in a row. So even going into the playoffs, this this is not a good uh, Jacksonville team. Definitely night and day from last year.
1: It is night and day, and we thought
0: with them adding Calvin Ridley,
1: another year of Trevor Lawrence under Doug Peterson's system, we thought this really would be the year that they took off and became that upper echelon of AFC contenders, and it just didn't happen. And listen, they still got a lot of young talent. Trevor Lawrence is still very young, so the future is bright, but it definitely was not the season we were expecting from the Jacksonville Jaguars.
0: Absolutely. So maybe if they just played the majority of their home games in London, we would see something different. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The next matchup we have is the NFC West matchup, Seattle Seahawks eight and eight at the Arizona Cardinals, which is gonna be interesting because uh I am actually starting uh Kyler Murray in my week eighteen uh uh fantasy championship. So I think he's gonna do some crazy things on on Sunday. And uh but I think I like the Seahawks to win.
1: Yeah, and I listen, I, I wanted to pick Seattle, but, again, that, that that's another one of those teams where I think they really blew their chance uh, on Sunday with a home game against Mason Rudolph and, and the Steelers. And, listen, could they still get in? Absolutely, they could get in. They need, they need a win, and they need, they need a Green Bay loss to get into the playoffs. But I just think that they kind of blew their chance at home there, kind of the they same did. situation I said about Tampa. And, and, listen, we're talking about this Cardinals team. Yes, their record's not good. But once again, what we've said multiple times this year, Gene, is that new head coach, Gannon, has got them playing hard. And you saw that in Philly. They've got nothing to play for. They were down. They still came back and found a way to win that game. So, listen, I'm taking the Cardinals to pull the upset. I'm with you on Kyler Murray. I think he has a big game. I -hmm. think this team is really playing hard on defense. We saw it against the Eagles. And I think they're going to want to, again, another division rival here they're going to want to knock Seattle all the way out of the playoffs. And with Seattle already losing that home game to the Steelers last week, I think they're going to be knocked out of the playoffs with the loss to the Cardinals on Sunday.
0: All right. So here, I think for the remaining games here, all of our picks here and I'm looking at them are the same. So this is scary. Yeah, um, that is scary. I mean, yeah, that might this have to is think scary. Think of going down, going down a lot. This game here is going to be a must watch and this, the Chicago bears and 79, at the yeah. Green Bay Packers, 8-8. Eight and eight. and uh, Jordan Love here uh, and the Packers can clinch a playoff berth with a win. I mean, I didn't see this coming. And this game is going to be played at Lambeau Field. And uh, Jordan Love apparently has arrived and is now the future of the Green Bay Packers. He
1: he is. And, and th- this, this game, you just mentioned it, is one of the more intriguing games this weekend because both of these teams seem to have a bright future. I mean, Jordan loves the answer for Green Bay. We don't know about Justin Fields. We think he's the answer, but even if he's not, the the Bears are going to have two top five picks. Um, They're going to have some cap space. The Bears are playing good football. Looks like Matt Eberflus has saved his job in Chicago, which is big for him. Mm -hmm. So this is an interesting game. And, And, Gene, this is the second year in a row that Green Bay is going to end the season with a game on their home field, needing a <laughs> win to get a playoff spot. Now, last year that did not go well because they worked Lions out came for them last year and punched them in the mouth. This year, as good as the Bears are playing, I think this game is going to be very tough because the Bears are playing some of the better football. Yeah, league. They, the, the Bears but got
0: one of the most disrespected defenses in the NFL.
1: They do. But with all that being said, you just said it. Jordan Love, has shown he's kind of arrived and shown that he can be the face of this franchise as far as yeah. the quarterback goes. And I'm going to take them to get a win on Sunday. Aaron Jones is back. He's running well. You still got Dylan. Um, so I like what the Packers are doing. And I think they're going to win and clinch that playoff spot on Sunday. But it will be a close game.
0: Look, you go back to week four of the National Football League, Packers fans just didn't see this coming. Okay, no. week four, week five, week uh, six, seven, and eight, because uh, they had to buy in week six, they had lost four in a row. And it just didn't look good. Okay, it didn't look good at all. As a matter of fact, uh, it looked horrible. But they started out the, the year beating these Bears, and they're going to end the year, right? Yeah. Um so this is going to be interesting there. I I got I got Green Bay winning this game also and getting getting into uh getting into the playoffs cuz it's a it's a win in the end, right?
1: It's a win in your in. So that, yeah, they they can finally do it on their home field. And a quick question to you about Chicago Gene, like we've asked this throughout the year, but we're at the end of the year now and look how Justin Fields has been playing these last few weeks. So I ask you, do you stick with him? Or are you wanting to use that number one pick? Because remember I have said they've already locked up the number one pick thanks to the Panthers. So do you stick with him and use those two top five, top six picks they're going to have to build around him? Or are you using one of those first picks on a quarterback? What are you doing for the future of the Chicago Bears?
0: My question, Dustin, is is, is why are the Bears so stupid when it comes to handling quarterbacks? Because, look, you don't get a chance to do this over all the time. And I understand that uh, – the Williams kid out of USC is an interesting prospect, you know, but look, when you got someone in house that can get it done, the yeah. the, the bears are the only team in the NFL that when it comes to a the quarterback, they can screw it up. They yeah. probably will screw it up. Why are you even interested in talking about trading Justin Fields? I, I would be shocked if they did it. And if they did it, I hope they, they, they wouldn't Uh, just, just like what, 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 did, what did, uh, the late, uh, uh, the Bears are who they who we thought they were, <laughs> we thought they were. that's right they yeah. are going no, to that's... do something stupid and I have a feeling that they are going to get rid of fields which which would be dumb yeah. because no, this I guy
1: I, I think that's a mistake I, I, think, I think it is I, I think
0: it and I think they're probably going to be stupid enough to do it because it's the Bears look if you are stupid enough to bring in Mitch Trubisky then <laughs> yeah I mean come on how many quarterbacks have the Bears you know squandered away and and uh so their history indicates that they are probably going to move on from Justin Fields.
1: Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think Justin Fields has shown enough to prove that he's the quarterback of the future. And listen, it, you, you've got, like you said, you've got him in place, and he's already shown here these last few weeks that they can put some wins together. And, I mean, shoot, they're sitting in 7-9, and nine, so it's not like it's been a terrible season. So I, I think he's proven that he can be the guy. And think about it, Gene. You've already got D.J. Moore. You use one of those top five or six picks that they have and and draft a guy like Marvin Harrison Jr. to go on the other side with Justin Hello, It's only going to make Fields more dynamic. And you can even take that first pick, Gene, and you can trade it for a ransom for whoever does need a quarterback and continue to stack up even more picks for the future. Hello, It's like you said, they are in a perfect spot. Let's just hope they don't blow it.
0: Yeah, Ryan Poles, I tell you, I don't know. I I, I don't know. I don't know how he, he, he keeps a job there. But anyway, so we both like the Packers uh to win this game. Next game here, AFC West matchup, Kansas City Chiefs at the <laughs> LA Chargers. Chargers one of those teams that uh you know, fired their coach there and uh rightfully so. I think Dustin has been calling that uh for that to happen for the last couple of years. Yeah. But anyway, this game yeah, at the I, Chiefs I
1: listen to- the, yeah, the Chiefs right. are
0: already in. Uh, they have yeah. clinched the AFC West for the eighth straight time. Just unreal. Second longest streak in, of division titles uh, in NFL history, behind the Patriots. So, uh, who are you liking this one, Dustin?
1: I, I like the Chiefs. I mean, listen. Even though they they, they may not have a ton to play for, they want to they want to put some good stuff on the field going into the playoffs because they have not been playing their best football. So I look for them to try to handle business kind of get some this is a good even though it's a a team you know they're playing the chargers it's a nobody team g you still got to use this game as a chance to get some momentum going on the field on the offensive side to show that you can be the chiefs of old going into the playoffs to get ready to roll
0: if anything yeah practice your wideouts because you're gonna need them because uh Mm -hmm. unlike other years they will be on the road for the playoffs this year yeah yeah, going to be
1: very interesting the first time i think in Mahomes' career that he's going to be going. To yeah, so, away,
0: so believe me, those opposing fans are going to be waiting, too. Uh, another AFC West matchup, uh, different Broncos, 8-8 eight and eight at the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, interesting how both of these teams made a little noise late in the season, and the talk of playoffs was there, but, uh, you know, faded away there. But anyway, uh, who, who are you liking this one?
1: Yeah, it's, it's funny how I sit here and came on this show a few weeks ago hyping up the Broncos, who, you know, I'm not even a Sean Payton fan, saying that I think they have a chance to win the division. And then they go pull some dumb stuff with the contract <laughs> situation for Russell oh, Wilson. My the guy's playing good football. Listen, I know it's a business, and I know that they got to figure out how to save them some money on the cap and everything like that. But the guy was coming in. He finally was, he took all this heat last year. He's playing some of the better football that quarterbacks are playing around the league this year. And then they just slap him in the face with what they did benching him a few weeks ago. You're the one that gave him the contract. You should have to live with it. So, listen, I know it's a business. Things are going to happen. I'm not a big Russell Wilson fan, but I think he got the raw end of the deal on this one. And if you haven't seen Gene or anybody out there, if you haven't seen Ryan Clark and what he said about Sean Payton, go take a listen because he was dead on. Sean Payton came into this job Mm -hmm. acting like a crazy person calling Russell Wilson out from day one about how he is not only on the field, but off the field, kind of taking personal shots at him. And then they go and do this when he's actually playing good football on the field. Sean Payton, he he had some good moments there in between and put his team back in the mix. But if you're asking me, it's been a complete failure the first year at the Denver Broncos.
0: Yeah, I agree. And I did see what uh, Ryan Clark had to say. And look, I'm just going to say this too, because I know we had, uh, we had the holidays that hit us and, and we never really got a chance to talk about that. Uh, uh, Sean Payton, uh, Payton shouting at, at Russell Wilson. Look, I, I just yeah. I thought that was the most disrespectful thing I've ever seen happen to a Super Bowl winning quarterback.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: And and for Russell Wilson to sit there with, you know, with patience and poise, and I don't know, that, that would have been tough for me because when you put these guys on paper here, uh, Wilson should have been a two-time Super Bowl champion. Okay, we all know what happened in that second Super Bowl with the Patriots. But Sean Payton only led the, the 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 Saints to one Super Bowl. So as far as respect goes, they both they both yeah. have earned it. And for for him to berate a starting quarterback like that on the sidelines in front of, you know, the whole nation to see, I just thought that was disrespectful. Totally disrespectful.
1: It, it definitely was. And listen, I'm happy that Russell Wilson stood up and said that he wouldn't change his contract. He signed the contract. They agreed to it. It's not on him to go change. He he earned whatever that contract. I don't blame him. They they put the details out there. So and listen, he handled it the right way as well. He didn't go he really crazy, did. and he, and he still decided to be the backup quarterback. So props to him. But that I, if I don't see it, I mean, Gene, unless they make some crazy moves to bring in, because obviously Russell's not going to be there, I don't see it getting much better for Sean Payton in Denver going forward unless they make some drastic changes. So it's going to be interesting to see. But I. I in this game, listen, I you know, it's it's one of those games, it's the end of the year, we'll see what happens. But I'm taking the Raiders to win at home because I think even though Antonio Pierce is probably not gonna get that job, I like what he's done. Those guys have played hard for him, so you yeah. gotta give him props and I think they'll send him out with the win and send him out on a high note.
0: I do too, uh, and 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 it's the Broncos, and and uh, I I agree with you, and I will say you're right. Things won't get better for Peyton or or the Broncos because look, teams signed. they signed these. Look, we all questioned that contract they signed with we Russell did. Wilson. We're like, we what did. the hell are y'all doing? Nothing against Russell Wilson, but that was a crazy contract, right? Yeah, and now you you know they're trying to avoid all this dead money because dead money is dead money. You you know what you could do with dead money. And, and they won't they won't have that luxury of going out and buying players, so they screwed either way, Dustin.
1: Yeah, because even if they get rid of them,
0: they're going to have a cap hit on their
1: cap space. So it, it, it's it's going to be interesting to see. And 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 then on the top of that, I know this doesn't count against the cap. They're paying Sean Payton a hundred million, so they they've got their self in, in a lot. of Yeah, problems. that, that uh, look, I'm not feeling sorry for the Broncos. And, and exactly. They, so, just just think of Sean. They they went and asked Sean Payton, Sean Payton to restructure his contract. What do you think he would say? The same thing. He's not gonna yeah, so going to do it. Don't expect the quarterback right. to do it when they ask him.
0: Yeah. So interesting stuff there. All right. Philadelphia Eagles, eleven and five at the New York Giants, five and eleven. There. So Eagles, man. Who who would have thought the Eagles would be a must-win situation in Week 18, right, of the National Football League? But they are destined.
1: Yeah. Again, I, I'm shocked by it. I, listen, I, I I know teams vary different from year to year, so I wasn't expecting them to. You know. Continue to be world beaters all the way throughout, but I still thought they were one of the top two teams in the NFC, along with San Francisco. And the fact that they've fallen off like this at the wrong time, I can't, I can't stress that at enough. The wrong time. It's the yeah, worst time to be playing this type of football, and we're we're gonna see what they're made of going into the playoffs because they obviously have the talent to still go make a run. Um, but it's gonna be interesting to see how this plays out. I'm gonna take them to beat the Giants uh, on Sunday, obviously, because the Giants are the Giants but it's going to be one of the more intriguing storylines I watch to see how the Eagles, who were in the Super Bowl last year, uh, handle this playoffs with the way they're playing right now.
0: Yeah, I'm going to take the Eagles to get this done, and they, they need to make quick work of the Giants so they can you know prepare for wherever they're going to be. Uh, and let's see here. So uh, the Cowboys, have we talked about them yet?
1: Nope, they're coming up. Yeah, they're playing. Okay, at, at so the commanders. because
0: they won't even be in a position to watch that game, right? Because I think they're going to be playing at the same time.
1: Yeah, they're both going to be at 425. Yeah, um, so, so it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out.
0: Yeah, so they got to go out there and take care of business. They can't be focused on anything else but going out there and destroying the Giants so they could hopefully win the, the, uh, and hope the Commanders pull off the, the unthinkable, which, uh, I don't think is going to happen. So, uh we both like the Eagles. Next game, uh Rams, nine and seven at the San Francisco 49ers, 12 and 4. So Rams are in. They're not gonna play Matthew Stafford. Uh Carson Wentz is gonna make his first start <laughs> of the season.
1: <laughs> Man, Gene Thompson is the agent for Carson Wentz. I forgot about that.
0: Well, look, man, this really hurt me because I had Stafford in my lineup there fantasy football, which I didn't think he was going to play anyway. I was going to go. I think I've since replaced him with Murray. But look, Carson Wentz, man, you're talking about chances. How many chances? So if he goes out there and destroys the 49ers, which I don't think is going to happen, you know, someone's going to be talking about bringing him in for another contract next year, right?
1: Yeah. Well, listen, it's a, it's a chance for both guys because it's 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 uh, Carson Wentz versus Sam Darnold. So you talk yep, about another yeah, guy. Yeah, they both playing for contracts. Have some chances. So they're both playing for contracts. And real quick, I know he's not playing. But Matt Stafford, I, I think people kind of wrote him off after they won the Super Bowl. He had elbow injuries. They didn't think he was going to be the same. If you haven't watched him this year, Gene, he's oh, a top five MVP candidate in the league. That's how much he's slinging the football. Now, it helps to have – Puka Nakua and Cooper Cutback and all those guys. But Matthew Stafford has had a resurgence, and he's the reason going into the playoff gene that a lot of teams, even though the Rams are only 9-7, and that's a dangerous team to play in the playoffs when you have Matt Stafford, who's won a Super Bowl, Aaron Donald, one of the best defensive players, and then you have a coach like Sean McVay, they are going to be dangerous come playoff time.
0: They will. And look, let me tell you, I picked up Matthew Stafford in that ESPN Fantasy League, which, uh, you know, I'm in the championship game. I picked him up at week 11.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's, that's when cool. he's, he was tearing it up ever since. Now, he they, they've won every game since uh, week 11, with, with, with the exception of the, that Baltimore Ravens game, which went into overtime. Remember, that was a yeah. – and he put up some big numbers there. So, yeah, they are probably one of the hottest teams in the NFC. And a scary team going into the playoffs, and Dustin, I have this feeling that they're going to play Detroit in the playoffs. Yeah, Wouldn't that that's be gonna, incredible? That's
1: going to be crazy. We talked about Flacco <laughs> versus the Ravens, An even more crazy storyline would be Stafford going to Detroit to play in a playoff game. I don't think that. I mean that. Besides the Super Bowl, I don't know if you can get a bigger storyline
0: than that if, if that happens.
1: And it's going to be Jared Goff versus yeah.
0: his old team and Stafford. Yeah. And it could happen, people, believe me. It, it could happen. Okay. We'll know uh, by the end of Sunday.
1: And, and listen, with, with all that being said, I'm going to need you to make a change on my picks because I, I totally oh, forgot. Oh, no. Not a, you totally don't, forgot. Look at Dustin.
0: When you make changes, man, this is where you, you lose it. Okay, what are we no, doing?
1: No, I, I'm making a change because I didn't realize that Carson Wentz is starting this game. <laughs> and, and in 2024, <laughs> it's not 2023, it's not 2022, It's 2024. I'm not picking a team to win a football game with Carson Wentz as their starting quarterback. And if we talk about the two guys that have chances, Carson Wentz or Sam Darnold, I like Sam Darnold in that 49ers oh, offense my with goodness. So you Shanahan you, so playing better than you, Carson Wentz. So you, so you got the, the 49ers. 49ers?
0: I'm laughing at you, and I might do the same damn thing.
1: <laughs> I do. And it's not – listen, Carson Wentz, at least Darnold has played some football lately. It's been a while for Carson Wentz, and the Rams are also going to rest some other guys. I know the 49ers are, but I think the 49ers' depth, like they have more depth on the roster to play some of these backup guys <laughs> and still be pretty successful in a Shanahan offense. So give okay, me I have
0: changed both our picks for that okay, game see? because – see what happens when you talk these things through people i I I think
1: that's illegal that you that you get to go against carson Wentz. though i think you i think you should be contractually obligated to take carson Wentz. no i'm not i I am not this guy
0: has been sitting on the bench for 18 weeks 17 weeks (laughs) no freaking way okay all right all right so uh here we are the dallas cowboys 11 and five at the washington commanders man this is really going to be a sad game so to speak because you know dustin i know you had a great relationship with with uh ron rivera man and i think the writing is on the wall there that uh he's going to make the list of black monday firings there but uh cowboys know the importance of this game they can clinch the nfc east title with a win so all they got to do is just win and uh but but it is the Washington Commanders and it is the NFC East and it's a division rival. It won't be as easy, but I think Dallas wins the game.
1: Yeah, I think it will be tough to start with. Like you said, it's division rival last game. They probably know it's Rivera's last game. They'll probably come out and play hard. Mm-hmm. I hope but so. With that, with that being said, and this pains me to say this, I can't believe this is happening because, again, I can't, I, I've said it 17 times already. I'm shocked at how this has played out with Philadelphia and Dallas. I do think Dallas is going to get a win, and I do think they are going to win the NFC East, and that's going to set them up the best they've been set up in a while with some home playoff games, and it's going to be interesting to see how – they're not going to have any excuses this year, Gene. They're, they're going to need to get it done. But I've got Dallas to, to get a win and win the NFC East, which is, which is pretty crazy.
0: Well, you already know I picked the Cowboys to get to the Super Bowl, remember? You did. I, I do I remember. did, not, not and not because I'm a fan or anything. I just – it, it, it might play out in their favor, thanks to the Eagles. And, and you know, if they can avoid the 49ers, if, you know, if someone takes care of the 49ers, they, they catch them in a bad playoff game. And and the Eagles, I mean, this thing could really, you know, shift. But we will see, though. First, they got to beat the Commanders in order to get that division title. So we, uh, I think we both like Dallas to get that win, right?
1: We do. We both like Dallas and, and King. As much as it pains me to say it, it'll be a congratulations to Cowboys fans, but don't celebrate too long because we all end up <laughs> crashing down the playoffs.
0: All right, the last game here as oh, we get yeah. ready to wrap up the show, and it is going to be an exciting one and a very meaningful one. I, I, you know, they just they they the NFL can plan these things the way they want to plan them, so that they know and they always do this. The last game of the season is always a, a like a flex game that's going to generate a lot of ratings and it's a meaningful game. So uh, the Bills can clinch the AFC East title for the fourth straight time with a win over the Dolphins. This game is going to be played at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami. Uh, or the Dolphins can clinch their first division title since 2008 with a win. So all everything is on the line for this game, Dustin. You talk about being locked
1: into a game. I, I, I honestly cannot wait just to sit down on a Sunday night after we watched a full day of football mm-hmm. and, and solely be focused on this game. That's how good it's going to be. And we talk about, listen, to the Bills. We talk about a roller coaster, Gene. I mean, and you can go back and look at the archives of our shows. We've went from, man, start of the year, Bills, Super Bowl contenders, middle of the year, what the hell are the Bills doing? What is Sean McDermott doing? Is he going to keep his job? The the season's a lost cause to all now a resurgence to where the Bills are one of the most dangerous teams in the NFL right now. So it's crazy the season that they've had. And because of that, because of all the adversity that they've went through and because they figured out at their lowest how to pull themselves back up when I didn't really think they were going to. And And you look at these teams, they're very close, Gene. I have to go look at the quarterback position. Now, don't get me wrong, Tua is is a, a very good quarterback in this league, and he's got weapons all over the place. But Josh Allen is still a game changer, and I think this is a big stage for him to go out and show that he's still that guy and that they can be one of the most dangerous teams in the playoffs. I think it's going to be a close game, but the Dolphins just have, have shown me that they've been – they've let down too much in too many big spots against these good teams. And I think the bills are battle tested and I think they're going to go on the road and get a win and win the AFC East.
0: Yeah. We both agree with that we, because we both like the bills, but look, I, I I'm taking it back to just week 14 and 15 when they went to Kansas city, and got a, a yeah. much needed win and then they destroyed the Dallas Cowboys. So it doesn't yeah. get any better than that for this team. Um, you know, and that was coming off about of week and week 13. So Uh, and it's how you finish you know you finish strong there they have and they've won they beat the chargers and the patriots so they 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 got a four game win streak going after the bye they haven't lost okay and uh and it's one reason why i like those late buys because they just tend to to work in teams favor sometimes you know and they got it together clearly four game win streak possibly five tomorrow night And you're right about Tua, Uh, you know, Monster is sort of beat up there. Uh, Tyreek could play because he pretty much will have to play. And I think, you know, one thing I noticed this yesterday when uh, they were or the other day when they showed the fire at his home, uh, he left the facility and he was in a boot. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, he's I been don't know up the
1: last few weeks. So he's he's definitely probably not going to be 100. We do yeah, he, he was in the walking boots, So we do have to mention that the Dolphins are seven and one at home. So they do play well in Miami. Yeah, now, Gene, we didn't even mention last week. And again, I know the Ravens are on a roll, and it was in Baltimore. But it's just another one of those games where Miami has a huge matchup against somebody, whether it's the Eagles, Mm. whether it's the Chiefs, whether it's the Ravens. And they lose 56-19. to They weren't even competitive, Gene. And, again, it just goes to show that they are a good football team, but I just don't think they're in that upper echelon. And I think the Bills are playing that way right now. And I think the Bills, again, if I had to rank a list of top three or four teams that are the most dangerous because, we again, put a dollar in the jar i'm gonna say it again playing the right football at the right time at the right time it's the buffalo bills and that's why i like them on Sunday night
0: and they hear this show they listen to our show we we told them about their window of opportunity they they refuse to let that thing shut completely on them and this you know look i think the dolphins are going to be one and done in the playoffs but i think the bills Uh, knowing that Kansas City is not much of a threat to them. Hell, they done beat the Cowboys. So, look, they're riding high, man. They they feeling it right now. And they cannot afford a letdown tomorrow night or Sunday night. Yeah, it's going to be
1: a great game. It's going to be a great game to watch and a great way to end the regular
0: season in the NFL. And speaking of ending things, we are going to end this show 90 minutes today because we had so much to catch up on, Dustin. But, man, let me tell you, uh, it's always exciting here to uh, to have you on the show and talk to you here. You know, we, we got some great things planned for 2024, folks. So you want to stick around. The Mean Gene Show, believe it or not, the Mean Gene Show is returning. So I will be talking my normal smack uh, uh, beginning Monday. So you can catch it on Podbean streaming live there. But, of course, me and Dustin will come back next week with our playoff Uh, countdown show and Dustin man uh, have fun this weekend Uh, and, and hey don't forget Monday the national college football championship
1: that's right enjoy the games this weekend enjoy the football and we'll be back next week
0: all right folks we are out enjoy your week